and welcome to Gameplay Radio. <laughs> I surprised myself there. Hi, and welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn, a storytelling radio show featuring guests from the New York City Hive and Beyond, th- featuring theme music by Jasula. Find more about her at jasula.com. Um, this is a part three. That's right, folks. We are moving in sequential order here. This is part three of a multi-part series of a game of Thirsty Sword Lesbians with my friends from tour, uh, Rachel, Oliver, and Renata. Uh, here is them introducing themselves. Oliver, they, them. Uh, I'm an editorial assistant over at tour. Renata, senior marketing manager at tour. Uh, she, her. And I'm Rachel, a marketing manager at tour. Also, she, her. They, uh, were on my show in January, and then uh, we had such a fantastic time talking about uh, books and then playing a game where they get to be gays in space that uh, we all agreed that we wanted to do this again for longer. So we have uh, created this series so that we can kind of explore more of their characters and also explore more of the flirting and chaos that comes with being in space and being gay. And, you know, again, we wanted to have them on because uh, Tor Books publishes um, science fiction and fantasy novels and also is a space for a lot of LGBTQIA plus characters of all sorts and thought it was really cool and they've been really into it so what is a book that y'all have been really into let's name another one we've kind of gotten into this habit over the last couple of sessions let's do it again name a book tell the people so this one is not in space but it is very gay and warm and fuzzy and i can't not talk about it so i it's the house in the cerulean sea by tj clune Nice. Now a New York uh, Times bestseller, a, and uh, it's basically like the book that got me personally through 2020. It's uh, V.E. Schwab described it as like a big gay hug, and I thought that was amazing phrasing. It was just about like magic and found family, and finding yourself, and it's just a really beautiful, very queer book. Well, thank you for that. Uh, now our listeners know uh, to read that as well. And if you want more book recommendations or you're like, what the hell is even happening here? You can listen to the previous episodes of this series on our Gameplay Radio Archive, which you can find on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or really wherever you find podcasts. So uh, go ahead and do that for me, please, and thank you. Uh, the game that we're playing is, of course, as you must have guessed at this point, Thirsty Sword Lesbians, created by Evil Hat Productions uh, and April Kit Walsh. Thanks, April. It was uh, kickstarted in 2020. You know, it will be have a full release hopefully later this year, so keep an eye out for that. It's just a game where people kind of pay more attention to their emotions and the emotions of those around them than it is necessarily about, like, violence, even though uh, stuff definitely gets violence because there are swords involved. So, uh... This is kind of the setup, the theme that we're using. There are lots of different scenarios that you can use to play this game. We're using uh, the star-crossed galaxy setting that they have in the playbook. Um, And there's actually this really cool um, kind of safety tool that is used to play this game, which, for the sake of a reminder, is this one. In order to play Thirsty Sword Lesbians, you must support racial liberation, intersectional feminism, and queer liberation, respect transgender people, non-binary people, intersex people, and women, respect racialized people, respect 
black, indigenous, mixed race people and other people of color, respect sex workers, respect disabled people, respect immigrants, respect lesbians and other people with queer sexualities, respect people experiencing poverty or homelessness, respect neurodivergent people such as those on the autism spectrum, respect fat people and those of all body types, and you cannot demand that anyone educate you about their marginalizations. And also, uh, we're going to use the X card, so if at any time someone is uncomfortable, they can just say, I'm using the X card, and then we will stop and discuss the thing that uh, is happening that we're like, hey, can we not do this right now? Uh, because we want everyone to have a good time and not a bad time. So that's, that's, that's really the, the beginning and end of that for the moment. Let's just get right on into it. But before we do, here are a couple of announcements for the station. If you live in New York City and run for either fun or exercise, here's a way to learn something about the city while you're getting in your workout. City Running Tours is now offering neighborhood running tours designed with locals in mind. New York City takes pride in the diversity and character of its neighborhoods, and these unique running tours offer an opportunity to learn the history of a neighborhood and get personal recommendations from your guide. Choose from tours of 23 neighborhoods, including the East Village, the Upper West Side, Bushwick, Long Island City, and Roosevelt Island. For more information about the running tours and to see the list of neighborhoods and full tour schedule, check out their website at www.cityrunningtours.com slash New York City and check out a live tour every Saturday at 10 a.m. on Instagram.com slash cityrunningtours. Please, for the love of God, wear a mask if you do this. Also, Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community in promoting the literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. As it has been for so many, 2020 was a difficult year for us financially, and every dollar helps us to stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community and to make shows and games like mine. Hey, please help by pledging whatever you can. Ready Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or one-time donation at readyforbrooklyn.org/donates. Great, cool, sweet, awesome. We did that, and now let's get a little bit of a description of the characters they're going to be playing for this game, so you have an idea of who is who. So my character is Ivy, uh, she, her, she is a nature witch, a plant geek baby gay. Uh, my character is Tide, they, them, um, from the Beast playbook. They are a mountain during the roaming phase, 100 or 200 years, when the heart of our mountain is carved out by an incoming tide and the mountain can wander until they decide to settle back down again. Uh, my character is Braxel from the Scoundrel playbook. She, her, they, them. They're not precious. They are somewhat of a shimbo thembo pirate. Great. And now a little bit of a reminder for those who have listened what's going on. Um, Ivy, Tide, and Braxo and their captain Denise have made their way to a fencing tourney uh, taking place on the water-based planet of Samea. It's basically a fancy place where people can fence and uh, the winner gets an ancient titan sword, uh, but what they don't want is for members of the Void Legion to get the sword. Um, there are also a lot of really cool people around. Braxo has flirted with many people and fought many people, 
Tide has attempted to flirt and has shown off their impressive mountainous shape. And Ivy has been morally supporting Captain Denise, who seems to have some sort of relationship. Are they exes? Are they not? To the fighter uh, from the Void Legion named Commander Francis Khan. Last we left off, Ivy, Denise, and Tide had made their way to the Void ship called the, the Legionnaire number 72, I think, where they were going to, you know, do some do some damage, do some vandalism. And um, Braxo was creating a distraction by fighting Commander Francis uh, inside of the building where this tourney was taking place. So how's the battle going for you? I mean, should I roll fight to see? Are you trying to incapacitate them? Yes. <laughs> well, because I, I tried to figure them out and they are unwilling to surrender uh, unless I give them information about the rebellion, which is the thing that I will not do. So. Okay. Well, then I guess you have to, to roll to fight. Oh, I'm going to use Grace because that's the only thing I have plus two in. <laughs> okay. Well, those 2d6. Let me know how you do. Ooh, 11. Well, you guys are rolling really well. Nice. Um, a six, a three, and my two plus. Unless I get a 12 because I'm still trying to impress my new boo. <laughs> Not that it matters. <laughs> like, it doesn't sound like you are to me, but... I, I think that, like... I won't stop you from showing up. <laughs> <laughs> Re-showing re off to, uh, oh gosh, it's Nena. Nena. Nena, Nena Jimena. The Knives Lady. Um, I think Braxo still wants to, but technically Braxo isn't, I don't think, smitten anymore because she spent her string to make me do the duel the Imperial person. <laughs> so, uh, still would like to impress her, yes. Um, okay, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Oh, I rolled a 10 plus though. So, yeah, so I mean, you can, so, I mean, but either, if like, I rolled a 10 plus, if I roll a 10, uh, because very recently in the fight, my shirt was shredded and I removed it entirely. Yes. Um, you can do it, you can choose three things to do and then I'll choose. Oh, well, no, I'm talking about the rip thing. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Right, so right. I'm just going to say, can Nana Jimena have a crush on me now as I. <laughs> As I fight. Oh my god, right. Yeah, because your clothes are ripped and that was like yeah, a tool. That right like, now yeah, right now I'm it. only in a bra, so I'm guessing <laughs> a bra and a leather jacket. So I'm guessing. Nana's into it. Nana's Nana. into it. Yes. Nana's All right. Nana it. now has an official crush on me. All right. What am she I gonna is. do with Francis? I'm going to so I'm gonna take an object from them, and by that I mean I would like to take her laser sword. <laughs> away i mean okay i'm like no you're no i was like no you're like you've you've ripped you've cut my jacket and it's my favorite jacket it makes me look very <laughs> dashing and i'm going to like you with a flourish of my sword flick it out of her hand uh oh i have to do three this is a lot um what i'm gonna do then is i'm gonna take her sword I'm going to inflict a condition, but my in the condition that I would like to inflict upon her, which isn't super helpful to me, but I just think it's funny. Uh, I like to make her insecure because 
like, oh my gosh, I thought I was the best swordswoman in the land, and it turns out maybe not. <sighs> so uh, I'm going to inflict insecure on her because it's funny. Oh, I can still. So I can. I'm doing three, and yeah, my last do, thing one, yeah. is that I am going to uh, flirt and provoke her at the same time, and <laughs> so okay. so, as gain, so as to gain a string on her. So sure. I'll just be like, "Oh my goodness, is this how things are with the Empire? It's really not very impressive, and you seem like too impressive of a person to." Be with such a lousy organization, am I right? So I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take a string on her. I don't know what to do with it, but I have it. Amazing. Wait, so you're flirting and provoking? Well, <laughs> it says that you can flirt or provoke, and I was yeah. like, what if I just provoke her flirtatiously? <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I'm, I'm a garbage I'll man. I'll allow it. And, uh, well, I get to choose one also to apply to you in response, and I think it's only fair that Commander Francis um, inflicts a condition through violence or cutting words, um, <gasps> but uh, because you took her sword, she's going to have to use cutting words. Um, <laughs> so uh, she is going to um, say in response to your uh, flirt flirty provocation, you think a sword is the only weapon that the that the Void Legion has? We we are everywhere, and you cannot get rid of us by taking away a simple weapon. We are powerful, we are strong, and we will always take back what is ours. And you are going to feel slightly uh, hopeless at the reminder of the vastness of the Void Legion organization. So you're kind of suddenly overwhelmed by the fact that you're like, oh yeah, this is just one person amidst a big group. And how is this even going to work? So you have the hopeless condition and um, you have minus two to defying disaster. Oh, that's not a good thing to have minus two to. <laughs> <laughs> not ideal. <laughs> okay, uh, let's jump back to the ship. So Denise has confessed this to you. Like y'all are still walking in the bows of the ship and she's like, but like Francis is not on the ship. What will exploding her one, like, and she, she can find others. Like she's smart, she's capable. I don't know what else to do. Commander Francis was my whole world. If, if she's just going to be everywhere that I go, I don't know what else to do except fall in line. I forgot that Francis wasn't actually on the ship. I mean, you could still blow up the ship, but oh. it won't take care of Francis. It will not. It will not take care of Francis. But even though we can't take care of Francis here, we can destroy the tools that she has used to hurt people and blow up the ship and maybe use the ship to blow up other ships. <laughs> as appealing as exploding things is, and it is appealing. <laughs> Tide nods behind them both. <laughs> as long as she's alive, I know she's going to be out there and she could find me. Um, I'd love for Tide to put a hand on both Denise's shoulder and Ivy's shoulder. We'll be able to face her together. Aw. Best friend squad. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you think... 
Do you really think that blowing up the ship would be helpful? Where's where's the weapons station, Denise? Commander. Calling her commander instead of captain Ooh. was actually oh. she she was into it. So no. roll for entice. Oh. oh, okay, okay, cool. Uh, that's a ten. Okay. So, yeah, you get a string, and Denise is going to promise something that she thinks that you want, which is the uh, weapons area. She kind of stands up a little bit straighter and, like, walks and, like, starts leading you purposefully in that direction. And that, fun fact, that is a thing you can do. If someone ever says something that you're like, ooh, wait, you can say, hey, roll for entice, because that was, like, my character was into it. Like, you can do that at any time. So y'all are, are making your way to the, to the weapons area. Back over to Braxo, who's in the middle of this fight, feeling a little hopeless, just as you're basically just exchanging words at this point because you have, uh, you know, um, Francis's sword. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of the Samian waterbenders essentially is going to step into the room and create like kind of a cutting like wall of water between um, you and Francis and say. Fighting is allowed, but is not allowed outside of the dueling pits. This is basically just like random violence at this point. This is a tourney for art. What you are doing is <laughs> not art. So either leave or get in a pit. <laughs> and you look off to the side and Nena's standing there like raising her eyebrows and like doing a slow clap. <laughs> Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to heat of the moment and see if I can convince Francis to, like, have a real duel, and, like, in a pit. <laughs> and, if she, and, like, go, like, but for real stakes. Like, I guess <laughs> I'm here. I'm trying What's to figure out, like, what a name? doubled or nothing thing. Uh, I was like, if you win, I'll surrender to the Empire. And if I'll <laughs> win, you surrender to Haven. What do you think? Prize like me, you know you want to. Real duel, that pit, right now. <laughs> can you, can you re-describe the heat of the moment thing? Uh, when you taught someone is doing thing something they want to do but find unwise. <laughs> Roll daring. <laughs> okay, so roll, roll daring. Let okay. Us know uh, also, when you want to do something that uh, may be unwise. <laughs> <laughs> do you, have so, a, you have like a special chart there? Uh, so it's a, on a 10 plus, they do it in exchange for a small concession okay. or, or reassurance that like, I mean, what I'm saying. And then like okay, a, seven, gotcha. a seven to nine. Um, and then if a partial success, they give you, a, they give me a string or they give an opportunity to me or my allies. Okay, well, let's so. roll and then we'll figure out what we're supposed okay, to do. Okay. okay, it's a nine since, because I rolled an eight and my daring is plus one. Okay, so what does a nine so mean? They will either give me a string or, or they choose basically create an opportunity for me and my allies in some way. Interesting, interesting. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, she she laughs and she's like, huh, cocky. She's gonna give you a string. Oh, okay, nice. Ooh. All right, what can I spend a string to do with her? 
Yeah, so you can spend a strength to like sway her. I mean, she's essentially <gasps> oh, like agreed. Wait, wait, to... wait. If I if I use my string to add one to the roll, that would turn it into a full success, and then she would have to do it. They that... they will do it in exchange for a small concession. Would you rather that? Mm, yeah, I want to do it. <laughs> okay, so uh, instead of giving you a string, you spend yours, and um, you have now engaged her in another duel. She in so she she steps pick. up and she says, um, "I am gonna need my sword." Sure thing. I I drop it down to the floor and kick it up with my foot so that it like flies up in front of her. To, to like, so she can grab it. Smooth. She catches it. And who will you employ to bind whoever is the one who is being taken captive afterwards? Hey, Nana, you willing? <laughs> I wink. <laughs> Nana has this wild smile on her face, like big, uncontrolled, um, a little bloodthirsty smile. And she says, oh, I could tie someone up. I thought you might. Great. So and, things are going um, great down here, guys. <laughs> Francis goes, All right, don't get too excited yet. But get excited. And then she like, you know, makes her laser blade, you know, turn back on and she jumps into one of the pits in order to fight you again. Back on the ship. Meanwhile, y'all have made it to the weapons area. And so so now y'all are there. What are you doing there exactly? L looking to blow things up. Yeah. So the Can weapons so the weapons area has like a number of different controls for like outside cannons and then there are a number mm -hmm. of like a couple of like, you know, like trays that have like other like laser blades and stuff. Cuz it's it's, Ooh. you know, standard issue. How many um Void Legion ships are nearish by. This legionnaire ship is um, the only one that seems to have come to this event. Mm, okay, um, that makes it simpler. I think we should level up our weapons for sure with the the ones. I think Baxo uh, Baxo would want a souvenir, um, and we could also take the opportunity. <laughs> To level up our own weapons so i think we should rob them yeah okay so you so you now have your hands full of uh laser blades turned off of course um yeah safety first <laughs> um maybe we can uh trail like create a trail of bombs through the hallways or something i don't want this ship of destruction to survive no, I think we have to for destroy the, it. For the sake, okay, so for the sake of the story, we'll say that there's like a bag, there's like an also like an area of like uh, hand grenades also there. Nice. Laser grenades, whatever that means. <laughs> nice. They kind of like do like one of those disco laser lights things where they like just go like through the ship. Nice. Denise looks at y'all, looks at y'all and says, we're really doing this. Fun, right? We are really doing this. It's time to... Blow up the past in fire. She uh, looks at you, Ivy, and says, guess I can't do anything else but trust y'all, so. Then let's blow the ship up and get out of here. Okay. Is the, uh, um, is the transport ship we came up on still there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, let's do the check on that. <laughs> let's yeah. check on that real fast. Yeah, yeah, we'll say it's still there. 
Thank you. <laughs> do you have a plan for how you want to do this? Do you want me to na narrate this part? Like, tell me, tell me how you want to do this. Um, can the the laser grenades? Can we like time them or anything? Like, if we get on the ship and like get out of here, can we be like and blow up in ten minutes or something like that? Well, I mean, they're like hand grenades, so they have a timer, but they're pretty short terms so the way i'm picturing it is that y'all would just be like hansel and gretel dropping breadcrumbs behind you as you go turning these on and dropping them behind you as you run and then dropping another one and then dropping another one if we stab one of them will it explode and set the other ones off if they're close enough together maybe i don't hmm. see why not sounds pretty cool to me yeah i went above the ship <laughs> okay so you're now running. Denise is now is now um, fending off like some of the other like people on the ship because you know you're now running and dropping bombs in their ship, and so she's trying to like you know fight them back because she does have skill of her own. Y'all are doing this, <laughs> um, and you get to the front of the ship and you've dropped all of these bombs. And um, is there any? one-liner you want to say as you explode the ship. Denise kind of like runs out and says, well, here goes my past. Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. For the rebellion. For the rebellion. Best friend's gone oh out. My gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> All right, uh, you you shout these to the air, and you ex and you set these off, and then in one big awful weird like one big awful strobe of lights, all like all of these like uh, lasers go off, and like it's just really bright. Re like you're squinting your eyes against how bright it is. Like all of these going off at the same time, it it like cuts itself into pieces in one big mess it's like one ship it's one ship and then it's a bunch of little pieces floating in space floating away and as you do this the uh person who <laughs> the the Samian who was operating the ship that brought you here comes running out and says what have you done why did you explode your own ship <laughs> uh come with us kid you'll be fine <laughs> what no i don't understand who are you Mm, mm, what mm. is happening? So, you know how um, the Void Legion does a lot of bad shit? I, I mean, I guess, you know, they've never bothered us, but... Alright, well, they do a lot of bad shit. You can ask your, uh, your neighbors. Um, and today, at least one fewer ship will uh, be doing that bad shit. Okay, so so what so what now? Like what there are people still like are you gonna blow up the rest of our ships? No, no no no. No no no. Not your ships. Unless you're fascist. I don't think so. So so what like what? You're just gonna go back? Yes. Do you see an issue with this? Uh I uh, I don't I don't know. It was technically not on the planet, and we don't. I guess it's fine. 
I don't know if you're going to be invited back, but... That's okay. It's not really in my jurisdiction to say that. I just operate the transport ships. Uh, hmm. Denise steps forward and says, Just get us back. All right. And and this guy's like, Oh my god, okay! (laughs) I'm gonna um, slip a little bit of money into this person's pocket for therapy later. And I'm just in awe of my very scary girlfriend. We love to see it. <laughs> I am going to say, I think you guys exploded a ship that had a lot of people on it. Yeah. So very I am going to give y'all the condition guilty. Um, I think there. that um, Tide has like magma running through their stone body now. Like kind of a bloodlust thing. Um, and I want to move closer to my feral beast form. Go for it. Cool. Um, I've counted some of the crying sessions, so I'm now at three. One more and I'll go full beast mode. Okay. Let's see if we can make that happen. Yes. Okay. I assume y'all are going back to the the planet, getting head nods. Okay, so you head on back. Braxo, you're in the middle of another battle with yep um, everything's going fine down here (laughs) another battle with uh commander francis she's playing harder now we'll say like before she was performing for the for the crowd and now she's just toying she's just like she is all focused on you you know like you have gotten strings from her and now she is like paying attention to your movements and actually like it seems like she's having a good time uh, <laughs> I'm feeling hopeless. <laughs> and you're, feel, you're feeling a little hopeless, but you're still doing this fight, and Nena's standing on there on the side. She seems to have already procured some rope from somewhere. Um, what are you doing? Uh, oh, actually, can I... Um, <laughs> uh, I was wondering, since I might die, uh, if I could take a moment before like jumping in the pit to oh. finally kiss in a dangerous situation with <laughs> Nena. Oh my goodness. If she's into it, obviously. I'm just saying she has a crush on me now, so she might be. How do you how do you propose it? Well I figure like as like I you know I kicked the sword to the lady and she's going to jump down in the pit after agreeing to my I surrender to the Empire, you surrender to the rebellion thing. I and she's and then has agreed very flirtatiously to do tying up mm-hmm. for like before I jumped in the pit, just turned to her and I'm like, I might die. And then like look at her very intensely in a way that she probably understands means kiss me. <laughs> so you said you know I might die? You know, you know, I might die, so we might as well. Universal. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna like make a little, <laughs> make a little kissy face. <laughs> we might as well. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Nena, um, <laughs> I'm just being a dork. <laughs> she says, "What she's going to do? She's going to lean in." And I, I can't, like, I'm making this character and I'm realizing that there are family members who listen to the show. And I just. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's too late. It's too late now. 
because Nena is going to lean in and <laughs> she's not going to just kiss, but she is going to like bite your lower lip. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm feeling very inspired. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll say you, I, I'll say you get like, I'll say you can take a plus one ongoing from that. It's like not exactly this kind of kiss you were looking for, but I'll, I'll let you take it. No, that seems fair. Brax is really into it. Um, okay. Uh, and then I guess as far as the fight goes, do I just roll fight? Sure. Yeah. Roll fight. I don't know. Wait, do I keep up? Do I do a plus one for that? Um, yeah, it's, it's doesn't normal. matter. I got a 10 without the plus one. Great. Boop, 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 boop. Sorry, uh, I'm dancing for those of you who are not able to <laughs> see me. <laughs> okay. All right, so you get uh, a 10 plus um, choose three things what? that you do. I will inflict another condition because I have a feeling she's going to do that to me anyway. And, you know, I got to do something. Um, I'm going to make I'm going to make her frightened. <laughs> like she did not realize it was going to be this hard. OK. Oh, can I? <laughs> I was like, take an object. Um, I could take her sword again, but I just don't know, like, what else is there. I'm just going to say I seize the superior position. Okay. And then I'll take another string on her because I don't have any allies nearby. How many um, strings do we have so far? Uh, this is the second one because I, lo I lost one because I okay, spent, spent one. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, that's just it. And it'll be like a mild flirtation. Like, you are going to love the rebellion. So great there. So great. You don't even know. Uh, it was you... really hot there. As you dive into an aggressive, like, um, offensive uh, attack, um, she is intimidated by uh, your putting her on the defensive, and she is now frightened. Yep. So she she is frightened and insecure. Yes. <laughs> She's frightened and insecure, oh, and I am in the superior position, and. I have strings. Okay, okay, and right, and she's inflicting, um, she's gonna inflict yeah, she's gonna a, a condition on you. Right, so, and she, she is going to, she's gonna inflict angry on you. That sounds fair. Because <laughs> she's feeling insecure and scared, and so she's just going to try to seem tough even though she doesn't feel it. Like, you should just stop flirting already. You know it doesn't work, right? It totally works. <laughs> oh, it does not. <laughs> and just like, just like insults you like that. <laughs> I don't think the mic picked it up, but um, I did dramatically gasp um, authentically at that. <laughs> dramatically and authentically. You don't know me. <laughs> What's going uh -huh. on? Um, so yeah, take that angry. Yep. Take that angry um, condition, which means you're the minus two to figure out the person. Oh, if wait. I got um, I got a... So, because I rolled over a 10, somebody else can be in love with me. Um, can, <laughs> I, <laughs> can I start to make it uh, Francis? Because, like, at this point, I have two strings on her, and I've been flirting with her this whole fight. She's, like, getting a sort of crush on me because, like, oh, I'm only God. wearing a bra, and... <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a leather okay. jacket. 
<laughs> and a leather jacket, and I'm very so saucy. A bite mark on your lip, maybe. I do have a bite mark on my lip. You do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You. You. So she's saying this, and she says this to her, but it's to you. But it sounds like petty. Like you're still insulted by it. But it's like she's like, it doesn't even work. Okay. Like that sort of a thing. So uh, this is happening, and. Meanwhile, Ivy and Tide, y'all both make it back to the the planet's surface, and you enter this building. You you you're seeing this fight happen, and it's like everyone is wrapped with attention. Everyone is watching this battle because it's just been like like things have been knocked over. Carthaga, the omnipresence, that gigantic being with the giant sword, is standing there. <laughs> calling out things like swing harder like, stuff like that <laughs> everyone's like cheering on bar- like different parts of it it's like a whole thing as you enter the thing also um, the person who was driving the ship or who was driving your transport uh, vessel enters and kind of leans in and mutters to one of the um, other Samaean people like the one of the other Samaean like organizers and uh um, that person goes, they blew up a ship? No, we should have sworn them to no. silence. <laughs> um, Not good at subtlety. And everyone, like, looks over and, uh, and they were like, which one? <laughs> and everyone looks over and they're all, like, frantically, like, checking their little devices to make sure that their ship is, like, alright. And, um, the, uh, the two, like, maybe the other, like, void legion people that like accompanied the commander is uh standing there like starting to like sweat and backing away from the commander francis doesn't want to tell her that her ship is gone so that's what y'all are walking into like at the moment what do you do oops we can't just like snatch braxo and run for it can we (laughs) You, gotta you figure better it out not out, try and snatch Braxo. <laughs> yeah. Braxo, Braxo, we gotta go. <laughs> Stop fighting. I am not leaving right now. I am in the middle of a very important duel. <laughs> I kind of do want to see how this duel plays out. <laughs> Is there a way for me to finish it? I feel like fight just makes both of us hurt each other. If you inflict enough conditions... They will lose the will to fight, and you're like one away with her. I mean, I think I'm also one away. <laughs> right. So both of you are about to lose the will to fight. Can I defy? <laughs> can I defy disaster, even though I have a negative two to it, and see how it goes? What uh, disaster defy- are you defying right now? Disaster. Like, how are you doing that? Like, I realize that this thing is going a little sour, and I know I have to do this fast. I'm just going to be like, no, I just have to go for this. And I'm just going to like, maybe like full, like I have an advantageous position Mm -hmm. because that's something I got. So I'm going to try and like kick her sword out of the arena and like point it like, like, you know, do that thing where you like tip your rival's chin up with the point of your sword. Okay. Um, And so I think that- You're trying to disarm her. Yeah, instead of doing this with grace, because that's my normal thing, uh-huh. uh, like I'm doing this with endurance and courage because I'm feeling so hopeless. Okay, so yeah, you're going for a bit of daring. 
roll, but subtract two for your condition. Yeah, so it's plus one daring, plus one because of the lip bite, and yeah. negative two, so it's just... Is there, is there any way to help someone else's roll in this? There's not really a way to help help, but it's not like a, it's not the end. It's a seven, so like you can't make it a full success, okay, but it's okay. not like a disaster. I think I have to right. sacrifice something right So now. with a seven, okay. I, I will offer you a hard choice or a success with a sacrifice. It's okay, I'm already pretty beat up at school. <laughs> Might as well sacrifice something. <laughs> okay, here's the hard choice I've got for you. I'm asking you to sacrifice the rule of cool so you disarm her but it's in a way that like nena's kind of off put and everyone's like oh <laughs> like that's, uh, that's 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 your that's your hard choice you lose my the rule of cool. oh so if i so, well i don't want i don't want the entire room to like be off put because i feel like it won't be a, like a true victory of humiliating the fascist Oh, I'm not sure what the, uh, like, what. It's a hard choice for a reason. I, well, like, I feel like it's, I can't, I can't win by disgracing the rebellion, so. I'm okay with not looking cool, but I can't disgrace the rebellion, so. If you don't take it, then you, like, we can't do it. That's, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I don't, like, know what it, the option is if I choose not to. So I guess we're just still fighting. <laughs> okay you kind of try you see an opening in commander francis's like attacks that you know you could use but it's dirty it's a dirty way of fighting and you can like you can feel it like the guilt creeping up on you if you do that so you don't yeah so y'all so so y'all are still fighting away ivy tide do you want to help or assist in any way shape or form denise is like really uncomfortable right now I mean, we, we did bring back a souvenir. Yeah, are you guys still carrying all of those laser blades? What happened to those? Yeah, I guess we I are. I feel like we dropped... Or you I guess dropped we are, unless we like, took a detour. I think... Do you think we dropped some of them off, at least? And maybe I mean, took... Tide was still in a bloodlust. I doubt that they would drop any weapons. That's that's fair. It's suspicious as it have... looks. So could we could we lend a hand and gift the souvenir? I'm sorry, what's the souvenir? Or is that bad? No, that the makes a lot of sense. We stole swords. So, so who, yeah. who are you giving the swords to, and in what capacity? Braxo, as to lend a hand, be like, look, we got you a gift from her adventures. I suppose that could be emotional support. <laughs> a souvenir just for you. You can oh dual wield. A sword. So you throw Braxo another sword. Oh, yeah. Do a laser yeah. sword. <laughs> I also want to go over to is that, where... Is that a problem, read the rules of dueling, though? Because, like, I won't take my extra sword if it's a dishonorable dual move. <laughs> you can swap it out. <laughs> like, there have been people who have been dual wielding. It's not like you need to have, like, one sword and only one sword. I mean, you fought Selen earlier in the in the, in the the game, and Selen had two swords. Like, that's not really a deal. I feel like emotional support I, is it's it's if you offer support in a way that could be meaningful to them. So like that's kind of a thing y'all need to discuss between yourself and what if what 
if that feels like emotional support. I feel like for Brax, it would really, really depend on what you said when you gave it to them. (laughs) What'd you say when you tossed it, Ivy? Yeah, what'd you say? I said, look, we know you missed out on the adventure, but we got you this cool souvenir instead. (laughs) We, We thought of you when we were off adventuring and wanted to bring you back this cool sword. Go kick her ass. Huh. (laughs) Can I say roll for it? I don't know if that's a thing that I can say. (laughs) I don't know if Braxo is convinced. It feels a little, it feels a little. uh. I mean, be honest, be honest to your characters, you know? Uh, I think Braxo is feeling a little hopeless. It's still like, I still have the condition hopeless. So like, I feel like I'm a little encouraged, but not enough to remove the condition. Okay. Um, I have something something? I want to do first. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to go over to um, Francis's side of the pit where Mm. Francis's supporters are, uh, work my way to the front of the crowd, cross my arms, grow like 15 more feet tall and use big dyke energy. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Which which is when I make it clear to my foes that I'm the biggest threat. Um, that's so cool i can't even which has other effects but basically i just want to intimidate the um cheering group to be a little bit more subdued uh and that we mean business and then also uh inspire braxo a little bit that um they're not alone well you certainly intimidate the crowd uh as you as you get larger and more solid looking and more formidable the crowd on that side goes like from like yeah to oh 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 a lot of people can't see now, too, which is a plus. Can't see the ring. Yeah, exactly. I think that could be meaningful to Braxo. So I think, and I think that means you have to roll, roll for it. Like, the emotional support <laughs> you have to roll if yeah. you're trying to do something that could yeah, be meaningful. So I think, I think, I think it could make Braxo feel less hopeless, but... Yeah. <laughs> give a, give a little nod as well as the arms crossed. Um, that's a 10. Ooh! Um, and along with a 10, um, because it's the big dyke energy, I can choose someone present to be impressed or intrigued with me. Nice. (laughs) I'm gonna go ahead and try to impress, um, impress Francis with the power of Braxo's, uh, friends. That there is a, a larger threat here, and that okay. the battle won't be over when the fighting's done. Mm, okay. And so what did you roll for the emotional support part of it? Uh, that was a 10. Okay. So the rules for a 10 plus on emotional support are if they open up to you, then they choose one, and you either choose one or take a string on them. Braxo has a hard time believing people care about them and that they can truly care about other people. So they are going to, like, stop for just a, in the fight for just a microsecond to like look at look at their friend and be like oh wow like nod and nod back so Hell okay yeah. so you can choose one of clear condition mark experience plus gain a plus one forward so you gain a plus one on your next roll or gain insight from me about an obstacle facing one of you i think i should clear a condition so that next time i fight i don't lose <laughs> the will to fight <laughs> Okay. I'm gonna, but like, I also think that, like, I was gonna say, like, I think it makes Braxo feel less hopeless 
to have a friend packing them up. So oh, I think okay. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna remove oh, hopeless condition and be like, oh man, my friends are here to back me up. Yeah. Now, Tide, you get to either choose one of your own or take a string. I would like to gain insight on the obstacle I'm foreseeing, which is the Void Legion people spread out amongst the crowd who are discovering that their ship is blown up um, and that there are enemies here. So you're you're trying to gain insight about yeah. um, the rest of the Void Legion crew. So as you're looking around at these, at the, at, I mean, there aren't like so many Void individuals. Like there was one ship, most of them stayed on the ship. Like they're, they were mostly here to participate in this, you know, art presentation thing. So there, there are only a couple and it seems like their priority is actually, they're mostly paying attention to the commander and are worried about her and okay. seem like their biggest priority is following her orders okay phew okay so should i try and so? fight again <laughs> or i could try and defy disaster again i don't know how to end the fight guys how do you end fights <laughs> you gotta you gotta emotionally capacitate her in some way you probably should roll to fight just roll to fight again okay there is also something <laughs> that would make uh would make her feel very hopeless right now <laughs> <laughs> that's fair <laughs> I mean, she is, she's already looking pretty backed into a corner, so. All right, I'm going to roll, and I'll take, I'll roll Grace, which is plus two, and okay. I'll still have my plus one from biting, yep. so plus three. Woo, that's a seven, so that makes it a ten. Great. <laughs> Great. Um, All right. So for, for the sake of time, I know that you can choose three, but you only really need to choose one, which is to inflict a condition. So what condition would you want like to inflict? Well, I'm going to definitely take her sword again, though. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. taking her sword again. Okay. And then the condition that I will inflict, because she is insecure and frightened. I'm going to make her feel guilty. Okay. She feels guilty for the crime she's done. My, my, me provoking her and taking a string is me being like, does it hurt working for a bunch of dicks like the void? Do you know how many people you hurt? You see, like, what's, what, what's interesting is you see in her response in this is that she she has this almost violent response to to you saying this. Like, she wants to, like, lash out again. But then as she has this kind of moment of lashing out, she like suddenly has this look of like kind of confusion on her face. And uh, it seems she feels guilty about something. So she so she's has this, she's frightened, she's insecure, and she's feeling guilty. And she kind of, kind of chuckles to herself a little bit and uh, says, you know what, this is supposed to be a um, respectable event and I will take my leave. We had a deal. You lose. You surrender to the rebels. I lose. I surrender to the Empire. Um, and Nena steps steps forward and says, the lady's right. You gotta go with them. The and everyone like and the Void Legion people in the room are like, uh. And Denise is quietly like, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and before um Francis's um, uh, mooks can react. Uh, Nena hops into the pit and does the honor of tying up Commander Francis, pushing her towards you, Braxos, while she says, a flower for you. 
Thanks, babe. Call me. Like, everyone is like, oh, my. Uh, and it seems like there's a conversation in store with you with the uh, Samaian, the Samaian people who are, like, on the side, like, arguing with each other about what to do with the fact that, like, y'all blew up a ship. Um, um, I do want to start. <laughs> I want to try to... Um low-key change public opinion just a tiny smidgen by like starting a cheer getting getting the crowd pumped up about what just happened uh, <laughs> so, my, like, a, my... a low mountainous noise begins okay what was there something else ivy you were saying no i was saying hype i'm oh I'm hype being she's the okay. hype the hype woman ivy's also joining the hype train okay and and so you you're you're kind of cheering and everyone starts like clapping harder you know the way that like one person goes like and then like everyone starts clapping at once you know like the slow clap turns into everyone going wow and this and this man's look at each other like i don't know and finally one steps up and is like well this has been in fact one of the um the most exciting performances of late in one of our tourneys so um I guess congratulations. Uh, but let's please, please, let's continue the tournament. And everyone like kind of starts going back. Um, and then as y'all are, I assume, making your way towards the ship, um, the Samaeans lean in and say, but really, next time the Haven wants to send someone to this event, please tell them to send someone else. <laughs> we were <Really>? banned! Yeah! <laughs> hey, I gave you guys a show. <laughs> You, I mean, it was, uh, a, it was an excellent show, but also, um, this was, you, you blew up a ship. I don't, we you don't. You guys blew up a ship? <laughs> Be chill. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'll tell you about it on the ride, on the ride home. Cool, 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 cool. Take this lady. I do not want to deal with her anymore. It's been a very, very long afternoon. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll hold her, yeah. Yeah, Denise and Francis make eyes for a second before Denise closes her eyes, turns away, and looks back to Ivy. I mean, for, for, for the <laughs> did you just say I win? <laughs> yes, <laughs> amazing. Um, and I guess on that note, y'all are gonna leave, and we're gonna call this the end of the game. Woo. Woo. We did it! <laughs> we did it! Um, amazing! Congratulations. Nice work blowing up a ship, guys. <laughs> I feel weird about we the murder. Did. Yeah, you got y'all y'all gonna, gonna have to reckon. Y'all are gonna have to reckon with yourselves a little bit. There's gonna be a lot of a lot of trauma with that. Is that a war crime or yeah. is that just a war happening, which would be a crime and I don't know. It's not a war crime because they're all combatants, but it's not sure like feels morally fraught. <laughs> a morally morally gray, at least. It's it's an act of it's an act of sabotage, so you know. <laughs> look, I'm a look, I'm a Quaker. Technically, none of this is true. <laughs> I, I'm assuming Renata's the Quaker in the scenario, or it's Braxo's. Uh, oh yeah, no, Re no. I, Renata's a Quaker. Braxo, Braxo does not have necessarily a religion. <laughs> Braxo's um, religion is the open road. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. 
Ah, this was so this was so great. How did you feel about doing a longer form version of Thirsty's World Lesbians? How are you feeling about like the the game itself and its structure? It has so much room for uh yeah. like conforming around or like it supports story so well. I think I like I don't know I know I don't know I don't remember you said I think early on like what the when the book was coming out where the book was gonna come out and I'm like I think I'm gonna need to get the book when it comes out yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's gonna have a lot of great art um I'm I don't know off the top of my head when uh the book is coming out but it's definitely gonna come out this year uh with in all of its glory so uh check that out uh Thursday's Lord Lesbians um I'm so glad I found this it's it's so great. I I think it's great. Okay. I like that it's I like that it's focused on emotional conflict, even if Ragso spent the entire session fighting. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a there's a lot of stuff I can see all like exploring in future in future stories too. Your character's got you know stuff to do. I love I I I Ivy. I'm so glad that you double seduced the. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I doubled down on seduction. You're like, I'm gonna entice her. I'm like, you do it. Yes. I have a girlfriend if it's the last thing I do. <laughs> My friend, Very well I think, could have I think, been. I think you do have a girlfriend in all of its emotional complication as well. Yay. You also have her ex on board. So, <laughs> yeah, no. Well. You know, if this, if this campaign were to continue, I would say we would just need to drop her off at the Haven post haste before we continued on our adventures. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. It has been an absolute pleasure to do this with y'all and be able to uh, have these sessions and to be able to explore your characters and tell the story. So thanks for giving me such a good time <laughs> because it was great. And I it want to was also great. it so was much fun. And also I want to thank our listeners for being here on this lovely multi-part journey with us. Um, I hope that y'all got inspired and are interested in kind of exploring for yourselves like the emotional turmoil of being around people and engaging with them. Like who doesn't have an emotional time interacting around people? This is just a fun, fantastical way to do it. Uh, so I hope y'all have conversations about playing this game with your friends or yourselves or whatever. And, um, you know, in the meantime, if you want to listen back to any of these, as always, check our archive. You can find Gameplay Radio episodes wherever you find podcasts. Don't forget to follow Tor at Tor Books and these amazing people. You know, if you're looking for me on Twitter, at Gameplay RFB is the best place to go to figure out what's coming up next for us. So... It's been a pleasure to have everyone here on Gameplay Radio, here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Take care of yourselves and each other, and don't forget to have a fantastically emotional time with your lives. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye.